From Impact Fashion, it's Be Impactful, a show about the women making a difference in their own corners of the world. I'm Rifki Itzkowitz, and on today's show, I go solo to talk about where my head's been at recently. I ruminate on this time of year, burnout, and giving myself permission to let go of it. Recording this at around five o'clock at night on Sunday before it's released. Does five o'clock count as night? It sure looks like night. And I wanted to, I really wanted to just chat. <laughs> I'll be perfectly honest. My head has been at a little bit of a funny place recently, and 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 I just felt like the podcast was the place to talk about it. I mean these. These kinds of real discussions, they lend themselves to this medium. And I also know that there are far fewer people here, and that feels a little bit safer. And I know that anyone listening to this here is interested, I guess, on some level in what I have to say. And I do think that not a lot of people may relate to or understand or get it and this feels like a good place to it just feels like the right home so recently my head has been it's just been in a funny place and honestly I always forget every year how this time of year drains me on a on a soul level. I mean, there's there's just so much flying around. It always feels like your year is coming to an end. You should finish strong. You should make your goals. What are you going to accomplish next year? And then on top of that, there are all of the sales and presents and gifts and there's so much pressure to perform there. And at the same time, it feels like, I mean, as a business owner, it feels like you're seeing everybody else's sales do really really well and it makes you thinking if you're working hard enough and if you're doing everything that you should be doing and do I if I if I really care I would be working even harder and I would be doing even more and and it gets to my head (laughs) it really does it gets to my head and it it makes me feel like you know I'm someone who's a, a creature of extremes I am someone who is either on a beach or working 20 hour days. It's very hard for me to find an in-between. And every now and then I get reminded that that's not the best way to be. And I don't mean to sound depressing. I'm not. Um, But to be perfectly honest, this time of year, that comparison is so strong and it feels like everyone has their life together more than you do. And it was making me feel really burnt out. It really was. Which is honestly not surprising considering everything that has been going on this past year. I mean, I don't think that anyone had an uneventful 2020, whatever that means, on every level. I mean, for me 
personally, it has been a time of huge change in my business. It has been a time of huge change in my personal life. It has just been, it is, I mean, it's just been kind of bonkers for lack of a better word. And, and it kind of feels like, I feel like I didn't give myself enough credit, not credit, but really space to feel all the feels, you know, to feel all the things that have been going on with this past year. And I felt like, I still feel like I was, or probably more accurately, am expecting myself to perform at the same level that I used to when the game has changed, you know, when the rules have changed, when the board is no longer the same. And I think that recently, probably I want to say things, think like maybe since Thanksgiving time or so, but probably, but even probably a little bit before that, it has, it has just really, really drained me. And something that something that you might not realize listening to this is that um in like e-commerce groups which are usually filled with like men who have over inflated senses of their own superiority and confidence um but that's a side point either way in those kinds of areas this you know that black friday cyber monday weekend is spoken about in godly terms (laughs) literally it's the strangest thing because it seems like everyone that there's there's a contingent of people who really tie a ton of time effort and energy to that one weekend and how it does or doesn't do kind of sets them up for the entire year um, or how they feel about themselves or or anything like that and I do think that I to a certain extent fell into that mode of thinking and I was planning the black and gold Friday sale for a while um which I don't regret at all because I think that the I think that the sale was better for it because I did do that level of planning and I know that for anyone who bought they told me that how they're you know having everything laid out for them a week beforehand really made a difference in their shopping and the fact that there were people who were able to shop at sale prices and still have that wonderful gold star experience is everything that I was trying to accomplish. So that makes me so excited. But it also meant that for like maybe a month and a half or so before the sale, I was thinking about the sale and then there was the sale and then the sale finished and then I completely crashed. Completely. (laughs) Like deflated for a good day or so. Um, And it's, I didn't like it. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't want to give the impression that I'm ungrateful. I'm completely and and totally grateful for how the sale went and I'm and I'm happy with how it went and I am and I am so fortunate to be in this position to be able to spend a lot of time working on making something a fantastic experience. But I was pushing so hard before that at a time of year that already kind of messes with my head that I, I don't think it was the right call for me on a personal level. This is actually, funnily enough, the first year that I've done a Black Friday sale on Black Friday weekend. Um, I used to do, um, I used to do it either like a week before 
or not at all um or sometimes even like a month before I really like I don't know I was I'm not the biggest planner I mean I am but I'm not I try not to be I don't know what I am but either way it's it was I've never done anything on Black Friday Cyber Monday weekend so having having it at that time when also by the way everyone's having their sales and then you hear from and then you hear from your customers things like the consumerism is is getting to me and I'll admit that I am I guess a part of that problem um I hope that I hope that you get more from me than just pretty dresses but buying the pretty dresses is what enables me to do all the things so I'll admit that yeah I do encourage people to buy from me um and I guess that drains people. And I found that speaking to a lot of my friends, they were feeling kind of the same, kind of the same. And part of the reason actually why I wanted to talk about this here, this burnout on the podcast is because one of my big pet peeves is talking about social media on social media. I just, ugh, I, ugh, no. That's, that just doesn't work for me. Um, and the truth is that I have been giving, I have been giving a lot of thought to how I interact with social media lately. And I do think that the fact that over this time when I was planning the sale and researching different methods and all of that, that I was spending not only just a lot of time on social media, specifically on Instagram, but I was spending a lot of unstructured time um, on on Instagram specifically. And what I mean by that is Instagram is my job. Um, I run the page impact.fashion.myc. That's where I get to, you know, talk about things that are important to me. Not quite to the extent that I do so here on the podcast, but it is a way for people to find out about my company and it's a way for people to find out more about me and and it and it is my job and I approach it usually usually not so much in the past few months but usually I approach it like I would approach a job and I would schedule times literal times like from 1 to 2 p.m we're going to be doing x y and z and it was specific things that need to be done on the platform to keep a page running well whether that's answering dms or creating stories or creating posts or commenting on other people's posts there's just things that you have to do to keep something like that running and i approached it you know the same way that i was scheduling patterning time or design time or you know bookkeeping time i would schedule an instagram time and lately i noticed that i stopped doing that and that i was spending a lot more mindless time a lot more mindless scrolling, a lot more just kind of taking things in and seeing how they made me felt, feel, how they made me feel, not felt, yeah, okay, um, and the way that they made me feel, the way that they made me felt, no, that's the way that they made me feel, (laughs) Uh, if anyone didn't believe me that this conversation wasn't edited, conversation, monologue, whatever, um, the way that different things have been making me feel lately is just kind of blah. And I think that I was feeling blah for a little bit, for a little while before I realized it. And I think that it was once I realized it that I was able to 
kind of remove myself a little bit from that. And I st- especially after the Black and Gold Friday sale, when I was truly just like exhausted on every level, I kind of started to wonder what would happen if I, I don't know, just, I don't want to say like gave in, but I wondered what it would feel like to cut myself a real break and to stop feeling like I needed to always be pushing and always be going and always be just working at things. I am a workaholic by nature and I don't think that you can do what I do without being a workaholic or you certainly can't do it successfully. Um, And I kind of, being a creature of extremes, (laughs) wondered what would happen if I swung completely to the other extreme. What would happen if, you know, if I was feeling like all I wanted to do was lie in bed and watch Downton Abbey, then what if instead of feeling lazy or useless or just disgusted with myself for thinking that, what if I just gave myself the permission to lie in bed and watch Downton Abbey? What if I just did that? What would change? What would that do? If I was feeling like taking time off of work to go on a walk, why would, you know, what if I just did it? What if I just took the nap in the middle of the day? What would happen? Spoiler alert, the sky did not fall down. (laughs) Which, that sounds so ridiculous when I say it out loud now. But it didn't. It, It just didn't. And... And I still have a company and it's still doing just fine. Thank you very much. And, and, it, and, and things are still fine. So what am I really gaining by pushing myself to this point of burnout, to this point of feeling like I need such huge breaks? What am I really gaining by that? And the answer is not much. So I chose to stop. And what was so fascinating to me was that it was a true... It was a true decision. This past week, I will read you my calendar. On Monday, I was still finishing up the sale. On Tuesday, I ended up, um, what was I doing on Monday? Oh, right. On Monday, I was packing up orders, finishing up the sale, doing all of that. Tuesday morning, I was writing out a little email that was, that went out that was my little love note to, um, just just for everyone's support over the past weekend that I so appreciated. And then Tuesday afternoon, I met with my friend and we spent a lovely, lovely afternoon. We, we um, I went to the city, we had lunch, we ended up getting kicked out of the place because they closed earlier than we thought. So we stayed on pretty, you know, pretty later, it, pretty later. Jeez, Rifki, talk English. Um... We ended up staying later. We ended up in Central Park. We were freezing. It was fantastic. We had a great time. Wednesday, I was back in the factory to just check on production of the most perfect pleated skirt. And then after that, when I normally would have, you know, gone back to the studio, maybe worked on other things, I came home and maybe I answered a couple emails, but didn't really do much else past that. And 
it was pretty fantastic. And then Thursday, I spent the entire day in Brooklyn because my friend Sarifka Cohn from Lynx, who you've heard on a previous episode of the show, I'll link it in the show notes, um, invited me to give a training to the incredible volunteers that volunteer at um, the Lynx uh, Dress Me Shop, which is a, a store that they have made up of donated clothes from different companies. And uh, it's a place where the clients that they service can get beautiful things uh, and they're all free. And there are people who volunteer to kind of be the staff at this store. And I did a training there around body image and um, you know how to dress different body types and how to talk to clients and things like that. And it was fantastic. It was so fantastic. I can't even tell you. It was the kind of thing where I knew that I would enjoy it. But, and I kind of expected this to happen because I always have this whenever I participate in a Lynx um, event and I've had the luxury of being able to do a few of them. And that is that afterwards, I just felt fantastic. I felt fantastic about myself. I felt fantastic about the way the world was. It just, it just felt good. So I was at that brunch and then, oh, Brooklyn Miracle got a parking spot without a meter on it. So from there, I wanted to uh, go visit my friend Rachel, who has the store from Head to Hose. It was about like a 25 minute walk from my parking spot to her store. So I walked and I was listening to um, a podcast, actually an episode of A Woman of Valor with Barry Metzman, and I listen to that. I got to spend a little bit of time with my friend there. Um, We were, you know, schmoozing and catching up. Afterwards, I wanted um, across the street from from Head to Hose is a Patisse Bakery, which is freaking delicious and I cannot recommend it more. So I got a little sandwich and pastry and like um, a really good, it was a, I think it was called like an autumn hot chocolate. It was delicious. Had like spices and stuff in it. Oh, it was so good. Um, I did that. I had had like a little bit of a snack by myself and then I walked back to my car and it was lovely. It really was. And instead of spending my time doing things that maybe would make things move a little faster or something of the sort, I spent time filling my own cup and it was a cup that really needed to be filled. And I have to say that now you know, Sunday evening, looking back at the past week that I had. And I do have a pretty busy week coming up ahead. I'll be um, getting the um, the shipment of the most perfect pleated skirt that's coming in this week. We're going to be doing the photo shoot and everything that goes around with that. We're going to need to merchandise as well and style it and take care of all the things. And with that, I'm just really, really pleased that I'm approaching what is a busy week with a little bit more gas in my tank. Another way that I know when I am completely drained or burnt out or just one of the ways that I know that I need to take things a little bit slower is that my body literally tells me to. There is a spot on the, on my back. It is, um, kind of between my shoulder blades but a little bit more to the right side that when I am in times of not only stress when I am ignoring myself that little spot acts up 
first time that this happened to me was when I was um, doing custom gowns and alterations out of my parents' house post my gap year in Israel. I had spent one summer and in the space of, I think it was eight weeks, I did four custom gowns um, all while keeping a full college schedule and a alterations business going. So it was stressful (laughs) and I was spending hours and hours a day hunched over a sewing machine basically and for lack of a better term I blew out my back but it wasn't like I couldn't walk or anything I mean there was there were points when I was spending as like I would spend an hour just lying on the floor because that's what felt better but it's it was it's just this intense burning that comes and goes and it only comes when I'm not taking care of myself and it goes when I start taking care of myself and I have you know, physical therapy exercises and things that I do for it, which of course I start doing when it starts hurts and then I forget about them or I get lazy about it and then it comes back. And I was thinking a lot about those exercises because recently, like maybe Wednesday last week, I started feeling the tinglings of like, okay, you better start doing your exercise again. If not, you're going to, you're going to pay for it. And, and I'm not in a lot of pain right now. I'm not you know, now is not a bad flare up or anything like that. But it got me thinking about the fact that those exercises take me maybe five minutes, maybe, possibly 10. Definitely, I would say like between five and seven minutes to do. I've never actually timed it, but it's not a long amount of time. They're mostly like stretches and a couple of strengthening things. I don't get particularly sweaty from it. Like there's no need to get changed into workout clothes or to, you know, shower afterwards or anything like that. And I was thinking, not really thinking, more pondering the fact that it was so difficult for me to find five minutes or seven minutes, let's say, to do these stretches and exercises that make me feel better but I could find an hour or two or more to help someone else out or to you know hop on a phone call with someone who needs something from me or to worry about something that is not really mine to worry about But to find the five minutes was to do these stupid exercises was becoming really difficult. And that's not to say that I was neglecting myself. I, that's, no, that's just not how I roll. Um, But I was wondering, you know, why is it so hard for me to find these five minutes? And I think also part of it is just that I'm lazy and the exercises are not particularly fun and whatever. Sometimes I'm just lazy like that. Anyone who has done physical therapy will know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, But I wondered how things would change if I really just said, no, I'm going to take these five minutes and I'm going to do it. And and I'm not going to compromise on this. And I don't know. I'll let you know how it goes. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I mean, the truth is, is that it it always feels good to take time for yourself. It always feels good to take time for yourself. And the thing that I think that I need to figure out for me is what does what does taking time for myself mean that doesn't require these really extreme swings? 
back and forth? How do I incorporate these little pieces into my everyday life without feeling like I need to take two days off in order to find some time for me? And I don't really know the answer to that yet, but it is something that's been bouncing around my head. And I feel like especially in this time of year when there are so many holidays and everyone's holidays are going to look so different this year because of, you know, all the COVID things. I mean, my family parties have all been canceled. Um, my Thanksgiving was canceled. The Hanukkah parties are, are canceled going up. And I'm, I mean, no one was really surprised. I mean, I think the big shock was when we didn't do Pesach together, when we didn't do Passover together. That I think was really hard. But at this point, I guess it's just our new normal until things get back to normal um and I think that during when we're trying so hard to make things feel normal sometimes normal is exhausting and I wanted to do this experiment of giving myself space to just do nothing and I'm enjoying it I'm enjoying it. And I'm only a like a week in. And I'm going back to work. You know, I didn't take the week off. But this this idea of just incorporating things in more gently. It's something that I want to it's something that I want to explore further. Another thing that I thought of that was just really funny or I don't know if it was funny or whatever, but I posted Okay, so when I was in Brooklyn last week on Thursday, um I happened to have been wearing a really really cute outfit a really cute outfit. I um, had just got a new sweater from Target. This is the danger of doing your grocery shopping in Target, by the way, because I saw it like right by the checkout line and it was adorable and I already know my size and all of their lines. I wear a medium. So hello, come to mama. So I got this new sweater, which I will link in the show notes actually, because it's super cute. Um, and I went um, I, and so, and I had like a cute little beret on and everything. I just, I was feeling it. I really like my outfit. So I thought, let me get a couple of, um, a couple of photos of the outfit. The only way that I knew how to do it, like, because it was like, it was already getting dark and, um, cause I'd forgot to do it earlier in the day and I forgot that it gets dark so early. So it was, it was, it was getting dark and I was in Muller Street in Brooklyn and I didn't want to like stop someone and ask them to take my picture because I just felt like everyone was trying to get places and it was a little bit cold and I just didn't want to do that. So I found, um, I realized that if I just prop my phone up on a light pole, then I would be able to get some great photos. So that's what I do. That's what I did. I prop my phone up on a light pole, turned it to video mode. By the way, this is a great hack. If you ever want to take pictures of yourself, don't use the self timer. Um, on iPhones, there's a setting where you can change it to be, I think it's 60 frames per minute, but like turn it to the highest definition video and then, and then take a video of yourself and then just pose in different places and like hold it as if you're taking a a photo. And then, um, you can just go back through the video afterwards and screenshot to get the pictures. And it's super, it's super easy that way. Um, uh, uh, Rachel at Modest is the New Black told me about that one and it's a good one. So either way. I prop my phone up on the light pole and I start taking these pictures and I just thought that it was the most hysterical, most bloggery thing that I have ever done. So I wrote up, that was the caption that I wrote up. It was, you know, took these, took these pictures by propping my phone up on a light pole and I don't think I've done a more blogger thing in my life. And it was the kind of thing where it just started taking a 
uh, on a life of its own, <laughs> you know, and, and the comments were, were getting a little kind of, I don't know, just like funny. And yeah, we all have that there are different, like there's cliches, you know, happy Friday or whatever that, hey guys, I just want to let you know that I'm really obsessed with this new sweater and and really you you have to try it because I'm telling you I'm going to live in this sweater. Oh my God, I want to puke just listening to myself. But either way, you get the idea. So all of those kinds of like cliches started happening in the comments and I pulled out a couple of them for the next post and it was just all fun and games until people started tagging me in their own bloggery things. And then I thought the joke took on a life of its own and got a little too, just a little out of hand. Um, And it got me thinking how exhausting it must be to live like that. (laughs) Truly. Everyone always, sometimes people get surprised that I'm pretty much the same on the podcast and on my social media and in my marketing as I am in real life. And the truth is that I am. Um for a few reasons, but the main one is that the thought of creating a whole new character and then needing to keep up that character, no matter where I went or no matter what I was doing, sounds freaking exhausting. And, and and I would hate to think that I'm even trying to do that on some level, um, or even if it's not, what's the word, intentional. I'd hate to think that I was contributing to that in some way. So I wanted to do the exact opposite of that and kind of just verbally vomiting where my head is at feels like the exact opposite of that. So I just felt like putting this out there and saying that if you are feeling a little bit burnt out, then join the club and I hope you have a great rest of your day. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to learn more or see the links that I mentioned, you can find them in the show notes. There, you'll also find links to the coziest scarf and the most comfortable mask, along with early access to the most perfect pleated skirt. You'll be the first to know when that's out. Access all of that by swiping up on the cover art or going to impactfashionnyc.com. To hear more episodes, be sure to subscribe. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help more people hear it, leave a review or a quick rating. They make my day. The episode art was designed by Michelle Moses. Original music composed by Nissan Fetman. This episode was produced and hosted by me, Rifki Itzkowitz. Catch me on Instagram and Facebook at impact.fashion.myc. As always, here's to making an impact together.